Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you will discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. So you're here to talk about expert everyday strategies for mastering consistency. But first, I'd love to hear about your story and how you got to telling people about consistency and doing the practice that you're doing. Well, mastering really started with me. (laughs) It really started with being able to master myself and my habits before I was able to help master others. So rewind about 10 years ago, I used to be overweight. I was 70 pounds overweight, pre-diabetic, and had other issues. I experienced depression, uh, just lack of energy, pain, chronic pain. So it took that moment in my life to really evolve to the things that I love to share today. And I'm glad it happened actually. So it was very important to me because it helps me relate to other women. And now I'm able to help other women lose weight and become more consistent with that process. But it did have to start with me and what I had to do on a consistent basis to get well and stay well. So that was a journey that started 10 years ago. The Journey to Healing Food Shopping Guide is your resource to making healthier food choices next time you go to the grocery store. Grab your copy today at HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Healing starts in the kitchen. Begin your journey to healing today. Go to HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Once again, that's HealthyShoppingHabits.com. 10 years ago, and now that's a, that was like a major turning point, and now you run your practice around everything that you learned. Yes, absolutely. Because before I was overweight, it was like working with other women and they would come to me for their health issues. And for me, I was thinking, yeah, just eat right exercise. It's going to be okay. You know, what are you complaining about? (laughs) But it wasn't until I experienced it that it wasn't that easy. It took more than just eating right and exercise, it took a mindset and it took doing the right things over the right amount of time to see results. And that's why I'm so excited to be talking about consistency because I believe now looking back is that without consistency, that will result in failure. There's no way around it. It will. And the number one thing on the surveys that I send out is how do I become more consistent? Mm -hmm. Consistency is number one. And I'm glad you touched on the food part and the exercise because so often the women will say, I just need another recipe. And I'm like, no, there's a million of them on the internet. You need to go back to the habits and consistency. Right. Absolutely right. So what are everyday strategies for mastering consistency? 
Well, when I'm coaching my clients, this is one of the most important topics because if there's a struggle, there's usually because of lack of consistency. And the way I like to communicate it and help others is first to be consistent. You have to be clear on what you're consistent about because some people are being consistent with the wrong things. So we have to learn to be consistent with the right things. And in order to be consistent with the right things, you have to know what you're being consistent towards, <laughs> if that makes sense. So it does. You know, <laughs> so but I never knowing, thought of it like that. Yes. Yeah. What is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? Because if you're at point A and you're trying to go to point B, your steps might be taking you to point C. So you have to be clear on where you're going, first of all, then create strategies to get you towards that point. So number one for being consistent is knowing where you're going and being clear on your destination, your goals, your dream, your vision, or whatever that is. So that's the number one thing. Hey, I, I like that because a lot of us are consistent in the wrong things. Mm -hmm. I never really yes. look at it that way. Yes. You want to be consistent in the right things, but it's getting there. Yes. Is the difficulty. Yeah. Either the wrong thing or for the wrong reasons, mm -hmm. because that'll lead me to number two, knowing why you're doing it. So if you have a strong purpose and a strong reason for doing it, you're more likely to do it. So for a person that's want to lose weight for the right reasons, as far as being healthy, living longer, being in their children's and grandchildren's lives for as long as possible. They have some skin in the game. They're willing to do what it takes to get there. But if it's to fit in their new red dress or <laughs> to go to a, a, a high school reunion or something like that, that urgency isn't there. So they're not driven to be consistent towards their goals. So number two is really understanding why you want to get to that destination as well. Interesting. So I would think too that the reunion is a short term. So if mm -hmm. you lose the weight for that afterwards, you're going to regain it yep. until you have another thing to go to. Yep. That's exactly what happens. And sometimes people lack consistency because that reason isn't strong enough or the duration isn't long enough because with weight loss, it's a lifestyle. But if you don't choose a lifestyle habits, it's not going to, you're not going to get there. It's just going to be for that short term. And then beyond that, you're just going to end up back where you started. And that's what I see a lot of is just lack of consistency and lack of consistency long enough to actually see results. Interesting. It makes me remember, brings up a memory of mine where my mom would always buy clothes a size too small and say, She's going to get into them. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And the tags are, we're still on them, you know, for years. Mm -hmm. you know, or we're going to get back into those clothes that are still in the closet that have been in there for years. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, what's another thing that we can do to master our consistency? Okay. So, first I mentioned, uh, what did mm -hmm. I? <laughs> So first I mentioned knowing your destination, knowing mm -hmm. where you're going and yeah. have a purpose for doing it. Then it's the fun part, being really clear. And I love talking about this. It's like my business name is Freedom Health Systems. 
So the key word is creating systems that revolves around where you're going and why you're doing it. So mm -hmm. consistency, I think another synonym for consistency is harmony. So everything you do, everything you think, everything you feel has to be in alignment with your purpose, your why, and it has to be in alignment with where you want to go and how you want to get there. So it doesn't have to be challenging when you put those three together. And that's really what's important because a lot of what I do is mindset. So once people get clear on those three things, the rest is easy. Then you can apply the systems, the diet, the exercise, and all the lifestyle strategies that are required to get you to those weight loss goals. So do you mix the mindset with the nutrition together in the beginning, or do you like to just dive into the mindset right away and then later add the nutrition? The mindset right away. Yeah. It has to, yeah. <laughs> There's no mm -hmm. other way because you have to become that person first. And then the rest is easy. I think when you have it backwards, you try to do the habit without knowing where you're going. You're just going to be going in circles and not getting anywhere. So that's the key. And that's what's happening with a lot of women out there. You're just running around and around and around with no purpose and no destination. So it's like when you're traveling somewhere, what's easiest? Do we just start going to that destination? Say we want to go to California. Okay. We're on, mm -hmm. we're both on Midwest or East. So say we want to go out West to California. So what do we do? Do we start with getting there without really knowing where and why we're going? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we really have to get clear on that. So once you say, okay, we're going to go to California, we're going to stay at this hotel, we're going for a conference, why we're going, and then you can start creating strategies to get there. Let's fly. Let's make sure we pack the right clothes. It's 90 degrees over there. So let's make sure we have the right attire. So those are the types of things that we need to consider, not just with traveling, but in any part of our journey, whether it's healing, weight loss or anything. So that's why mindset is so important. First, you got to know what you want to do, and then you can create the strategies to do it. That's in harmony with your purpose. That is clear. So from Georgia, you come to Wisconsin and pick me up and we go to California together <laughs> for that conference. <laughs> but I think I think the biggest issue or concern is that we don't know where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Right. We haven't decided what do we want to do. And now we're age 50. We're looking at retirement, our empty nest, our parents are aging, or we have this menopause thing. What is going on? And we don't know, you know, and the biggest thing I hear is it's my time now. It's yes. time for me now. But now how do I do it and and what do I want to do? They have to That's know what huge. they want, first of all. So mm -hmm. We can't create strategies being over 50. We can't do those things that worked when we were 25 or 30 or doing what other 25 and 30 year olds are doing. That's why going back to our destination is very important and why we want to do it. So I'm not going to try to set goals and strategies that will work for a single 25 year old with no children. So that's why we have to understand where we are in our lives and be clear on that and then create systems and habits and routines in place that are in harmony with that. So good. 
<laughs> yeah. And that's, and I'm just thinking about, you know, they, the woman that is stuck in the, oh, what do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have the kids are moving out. You feel empty. You feel alone. You know, you have rel- relationship marriages. Sometimes yeah. once the kids are gone, things happen in divorce, yeah. you know, or even high school. So there's a lot of factors there. Yeah. That 20 year olds and maybe some 30 year olds don't have. Mm-mm. Our metabolism is slower. Yeah. It's a totally different world we're in right now and we just have to be okay with where we're at because not only is destination important as far as where we want to go with our healing and weight loss journeys actually knowing where we're starting is just as important as well so that's different for everybody whether you want to lose 80 pounds or 50 pounds or 20 pounds that's going to be different for the journey for someone that's trying to lose 80 pounds and they don't have children. So it's, it's just a different journey depending on where we are in our lives right now. True. Like another and, example, I love examples. Yeah. So say like you're in Wisconsin and I'm in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Our journey to California is gonna be different because of our destinations. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that really messes people up with their consistency is that they don't understand where they're starting from. So a person that's starting from losing 100 pounds is going to be different than a person starting from 50 pounds. A person that's 100 pounds overweight, they don't know how to eat, they never exercise a day in their life, is going to be different for the person that's used to being very active in the gym and pretty familiar with eating things. They may have to be consistent in different habits and strategies versus the person that has never done this before. So that is another key component that women need to be aware of. And I would imagine their their health at that time, of course, and their mm-hmm. mobility and whether or not they they right. can walk, run, you know, if they have, you know, mobility issues, knee problems. Yeah. That all is part of that. Yeah. And you brought up a good point because again, we're over 50, right? And mm-hmm. some women they're dealing with chronic health issues. So someone with that's 20 years old may not be diagnosed with anything, but by the time we're over 50, we may have been diagnosed with diabetes or autoimmune disease. So those other factors have to come in place as well. So interesting. So consistency and habits first, then followed by nutrition and then possibly exercise and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I know yep. when you start working with somebody, you go, you take them through a health assessment mm-hmm. and then you look at their current health status. And that is a reflection of the stressors that they've gone through up until that point. Right. Yeah. So we got to know where they are. Mm-hmm. And I always start with that because most people, when they are in that position of wanting to lose weight, mm-hmm. they're, they're looking at themselves from how they feel and where they are but they're not very clear on how they got there in the first place. They just know they don't feel well and they want something better. So mm-hmm. the purpose of the assessment is to just not understand why they feel the way they do, but how they got there. Because we talk about consistency as far as feeling better, mm-hmm. but there's also consistent habits that they had in place that got them sick in the first place, but they need to know what those habits are. 
because a lot of women, everybody really try to repeat those same habits over and over again, but end up, you know, wondering why they're not getting any better because there's new, there's things that they have to change. So they have to be aware of their old consistent habits and replace those with new ones. Well, and and that is difficult, right? Because mm-hmm. that part of your brain, the limbic brain is like, I want to be comfortable. I want to keep doing the things that I always did. Exactly. Right. And the prefrontal cortex is like, no, I want to make change. And we're like, <laughs> back and yeah. forth. Right. So yeah. one of the things I also hear women say is, I want to feel like I used to, mm. you know, they mm-hmm. used to feel good. They used to know who they were and they don't anymore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times going through that premenstrual or premenopause, they don't even understand what is happening to their bodies with all the yeah. hormone changes. Yeah. So that's difficult, you know, when you don't understand what's going on in the first place. And then how did I get here? Yeah. How did I gain all this weight? And it's important to understand. It's important to understand how they got there. But just know when you get to that point, I think as women, we have to remember, okay, we didn't make the best choices to get to where we are today, but we have to be able to forgive ourselves and be okay with that and maybe learn from our mistakes and know that we can move forward. We can't go backwards. We got to know where we can go from where we are now and the lessons that we have learned because by the time we're 50, we've already, like you mentioned before, we've gone through a lot, loss mm-hmm. of parents, divorces, empty nesting that plays a toll on our bodies and our minds. So we have to learn to realize what can we do with that now and move forward from there and try not to go backwards. So right. some of us want to be consistent going backwards, but we need mm-hmm. to be consistent moving forward. So we got to go in that right direction. Mm-hmm. And move forward knowing that you did the best you could at that time, Exactly. although you might have been in survival mode to get through whatever it was that you were going through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. move forward. So often we want, you know, those stories we, we keep telling mm-hmm. ourselves and those past things, we keep thinking about those and we need to heal and move forward. Yeah, the regrets, the shoulda, woulda, couldas, yeah. all that. <laughs> we the all wish we could've. could turn things, turn time back and redo some of the mistakes we made or, you know, mm-hmm. reverse them, but we can't do that. We have to be okay with just saying, hey, it happened and moving forward towards where we are ready to go mm-hmm. or what we want to accomplish in our lives. And I think that's key. I think once we can yeah. understand that, and know, hey, there's nothing wrong with us. That was part of our journey. But what we're yeah. going to do from here moving forward is what matters. And I think mm-hmm. once women realize that, then that then they're more encouraged and motivated to do what needs to be done versus sitting in a place where they feel hopeless. We got to come out of that place so that we can move forward to achieve those things in our life. That's wonderful. Yeah. And that was me personally. I had to understand that personally before I was able to really communicate this message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think that's so important that you understand because you went through it. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, I, I feel this is my personal opinion that if I didn't have like a situation that I went through, it would be really difficult for me to, you know, um, 
explain things that I never went through, Mm -hmm. you know? So I know you work closely with your patients to reduce the negative effects of physical and emotional trauma, nutritional deficiencies, chronic cellular inflammation, and toxicity. Can you, you've already talked about some of the negative effects and the emotional trauma. Can you talk a little bit about those nutritional deficiencies and the inflammation and toxicity? How does that make? Yeah, yeah, I love talking about that too. Well, a lot of that comes from the food we eat, (laughs) our lifestyle, as there's a lot of toxic foods out there. So the key things that lead to inflammation and toxicity are, of course, the sugars, which isn't mm-hmm. everywhere, even in our foods that are labeled as healthy foods and those toxic fats, you know, those uh, trans fats and things of that sort. So those are key and just understanding what to eat. And that will take to the um, free gift that I have that I'll mention later, but knowing what we put in our bodies is key and understanding mm-hmm. how to do that. And also we're surrounded by chemicals, not only in our food, but in our air and our water. So those are the key things that lead to inflammation and nutritional deficiencies, not eating the right whole foods, not eating enough Mm -hmm. of them, and just really being addicted to processed foods, fast foods, and convenience. So it's really going back to natural principles and eating whole foods and getting our nutrition. But the thing is, when we get to a certain age, we've probably been eating so badly for many, many years and created a lot of these deficiencies. So that takes me back to the initial consultation where we have to understand how they got there and the damage that has been done in the process. What are those nutritional deficiencies? How inflamed are they? What organs have been impaired? Is the gut destroyed? Is the liver, are the kidneys? Are they on certain medications and treatments and surgeries that have done damage? So that's where that comes in. So that really covers the physical aspect of healing is what they put in on and around their bodies. And years and years of eating the processed foods Mm -hmm. with no vitamins, minerals, you name it. And now you're nutritionally deficient. Right. So, and, and the other thing that I think of is when I talk to different women, they talk about all the different programs they've been on. They've tried this diet and those shakes and this, and now their digestion is horrible Yeah, because the powder powders in the, you mm-hmm. know, Yeah, because they've been consistently eating the wrong things. And I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of programs that are out there, they're not, they're meant to help women lose weight. But one thing I like to say that I didn't mention is you don't lose weight to get healthy, you get healthy to lose weight. So when you start becoming consistent with the right strategies, which will be, for example, helping you become healthier, the weight loss will happen as a result of that. That's what I mean by being consistent in the right things so that you can get healthy and stay healthy. But if you're consistent in the wrong things, you might get that temporary result losing weight, but are you healthy? Because a lot of those mm-hmm. weight loss programs are dealing with a lot of dead foods. It's like a lot of it's processed, the bars, the shakes, mm-hmm. pills even, they're not yep. meant to help you become healthy. So I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up. Um. I had a thought on that. I lost it though. <laughs> I know. 
Oh, I know what it was that I wanted to say. I like your your term. You you get healthy to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Right? Because right. weight loss or weight gain is a symptom of other things. So I like how you worded that. You get healthy and then the weight will come off once you take care of all of these other things. Yeah. And being consistent with it. So yeah. we focus so many times we focus on, oh my goodness, I lost five pounds, I lost 10 pounds, but they're not really thinking about how they got there. So when you get clear on your purpose and where you're going and start focusing on the systems to get there, and those systems are in harmony with that. So for example, you want to lose weight, but you're creating systems to get healthy enough to lose weight. Now I lost my thought. <laughs> So, so it's like when you're consistent in the right things, you'll get there. But I think what discourages women and makes them lack consistency is because they get frustrated. They're trying to look at the result. They're saying, I'm not there yet, but they're not focusing on how they get there. So let me use the California example again. So okay. say like I'm going from Georgia and I decide to drive to California and I'm in Texas and I'm thinking, man, I still have... I don't know the distance 800 miles to go. I don't know the distance, <laughs> but you're sitting there. I got 800 miles to go. You get discouraged, but focus on, okay, how am I going to get there? I need to drive so many hours a day. I need to make sure I have a full tank of gas. I got to make sure my car is reliable. Focus on that. You know, you'll get there, but I think people get discouraged on how far they've gone or how far they need to go. And that's focusing on the wrong things. So that's why back to your um, weight loss examples, when people eat processed foods, they're looking for that short term result. They're looking for that quick way to get there, but they're not looking at the best way to get there or the most efficient way to get there. Because a lot of these mm -hmm. diet programs, their goal is quick weight loss, fast weight loss, but it's not anything that can be done over the long term that will actually train women to learn how to be consistent because they're looking at the wrong goal and they're looking at the wrong path as well. I hope that made sense. I said a mouthful there. No, it, it makes total sense. And <laughs> yeah. I do believe that people want a quick fix, a magic mm -hmm. pill, and they go to the processed food sometimes when they have that craving and they get that dopamine hit. And they're like, oh, yeah, that was good. And then they crash and then they start that vicious cycle all over again. And yeah, the you need a more achievable, sustainable mm -hmm. weight loss program over time. And yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I, I think that that's one message that we want to bring across. It's not mm -hmm. the reduce calories, do more cardio. Mm -hmm. You know, that my era was raised on. That's what we always heard, which doesn't work, you know, or the, the biggest loser mentality where they all gain the weight back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I say this over and over again, when you're clear, because when I lost the weight, um, I, I lost 70 pounds, I didn't gain it back because of the strategy and the mindset I had to get there. And then once you get there, there's consistent steps you have to take to stay there. So that is really important. So if you're consistent in the right things, it should make you stronger. It should make you more resilient and should be, and you should be able to learn from those lessons because it's not always going to be quick and easy and it's not always fun either. 
So know that this journey can be difficult. Life does get in the way, but when you're consistent and you have systems in place, it's going to be those actions and becoming that person that's going to keep you going. But when life gets away and you get discouraged or you get upset, that's not going to stop you from moving forward. You're just going to repair that flat tire, you know, just <laughs> whatever it takes, make any repairs and keep going, even if things slow you down. That's why I like to talk about the journey. I didn't mention, you know, when I wrote this book, A Journey to Healing, this had a lot to do with my healing journey and hitting those road bumps. So it was kind of an analogy between the journey and taking that road trip or building a house. You have to have steps in place. You have to go through the ups and downs. You have to learn from it. And I think what's messing a lot of women up, everybody, is um, just not really understanding that and wanting that quick fix and wanting it simple and not ever being hard. True. And the one thing that I always remind them is you didn't get where you are overnight. Right. It's not going to get back or forward mm. overnight either. So yeah. the other thing I was thinking of while you were explaining that is as you're going on that journey, you're becoming more confident mm -hmm. because you're putting in the systems so that when something happens that could have derailed you in the past, you're now confident because you have the systems in place to stay where you are right? and continue to get better. Right. And oh, you God. learn from it and you learn from the mistakes. So don't yeah. take a mistake as a failure. It's a learning opportunity. Look at your mistakes as learning opportunities. That's another thing that breaks consistency because women get frustrated. Oh, that didn't work. I didn't lose 10 pounds in 10 minutes. It's not working. <laughs> you, you gotta be consistent. And if things aren't working, you need to take the time to find out why it's not working. So that's also a part of consistency, having systems in place when things aren't working out. And I don't think people really factor that in. A lot of programs don't even factor that in. They just create these miracles and they think it's going to be all unicorns and rainbows, but it's not. You know, I joke around with my clients when they decide to do a coaching program and I tell them we're not going to hold hands and run through the grass and talk about how great it's going to be. Just get ready for some hard work. Get ready to stick through it even when times are tough. And I think that's another big part of consistency is being able to go through the storms. And that's what makes us resilient. You don't get strong by not exercising those mental muscles. There's no way around it. You got to go through it. I always say the only way out in most cases is through. That's so good. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us, Dr. Leona. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. I could talk about this all day. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So you have a free shopping guide for the viewers. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's uh, something I put together because I think the biggest thing that confuses people is what to eat. That's really the biggest thing. They think that when they're on the healing journey, the weight loss journey, one of the questions I hear is, what do I eat now? I have no idea what to eat. So this food shopping guide is a list of a lot of healthy foods that are anti-inflammatory foods. And uh, it's a guide to get people started because I think that's where people get stuck first is not knowing where to start. And it starts in the kitchen and knowing where to eat. So that guide will help simplify that step to get people started. Yep, and sometimes we have to clean out that pantry, right? 
mm-hmm. and get rid of some of that food. And and some some people, it's interesting because some people are all or nothing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, they got to get rid of everything. Whereas I like to use up what I have and then switch it to something healthier, you know, if there's something there. So one thing that I was thinking about when you were talking too is we focus so much on that weigh scale, mm. you know, and, and I'll tell women, do your measurements. That weigh scale mm. isn't the main factor to be looking at all the time, but we like to, as women, hop on that scale every day. Now I'm up two pounds. Now I'm down one pound. Now I'm up and it fluctuates so much. You know, yeah. but there's so much focus on that weight scale that, you know, I'd like to throw them away sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my analogy. I like yeah. to use the weight, the scale as a mile marker. It's yes. just a point to say, where are you at in the journey? Mm-hmm. Are you going in the right direction? Are you losing? How fast are you going? How slow are you going? Did you make a wrong turn somewhere? So mm-hmm. the weight is to be used as a tool. And another thing that women need to be aware of that weight is we look at that overall weight. People don't realize that you're going to weigh something because it's about composition. There's body fat, there's water, there's Mm -hmm. muscle. So you got to put that into play as well because I'll weigh clients in my office and they'll get discouraged if they see the number at first and they didn't lose any weight. But I look at the percentage of fat that was mm-hmm. lost, or the pounds of fat. So they could be the same weight, but they lost fat. So you have to know what's happening under the weight. Don't just look at the total weight. You need to lose fat, not just weight. Yes. So that's what I look at. Cause a lot of those quick weight loss programs, most of them people are just losing water and muscle. But mm-hmm. true fat loss to help people become more realistic with their goals, healthy fat loss is about one to two pounds a week. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing that, you're doing great. But I think women get discouraged. I only lost one pound that week. And I'm like, great job. And they're, <laughs> they don't understand that. But once they understand why, because you're yep. losing one pound of fat, then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they shake their head at me too when I, yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. you you can get skills now that, you know, not only do the weight, they do the body fat, they do the hydration. They even show you how much muscle or how many pounds are muscle compared to the fat. So yeah. there's all those different, like you said, the body composition. So look at all of the factors. Yeah. So any last piece of advice or actionable stuff you want to leave people with today? My favorite saying is this. <laughs> Focus on the systems, your habits and actions, and the results will take care of themselves. Mm. And I say that because we get so stuck on the end goal, but you can focus on the systems and you'll get there. So what do you think most people will succeed at? You think you can succeed if you just have a system and no goal or a goal and no system? Who do you think will succeed? That is so good. Yeah. Got to have a system. Got to have the systems in place. Yeah. You know, and on top of that too, I would, some advice would be get a coach that can Mm -hmm. help you through those systems. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like different types of systems. Yeah. mm -hmm. And find the system that, or the person, the coach that you're going to resonate with that can help you through those mindset blocks. Yeah. 
and make those shifts. Yeah, exactly. So, awesome. And of course, being consistent with those systems, because I didn't really mm-hmm. go into like real quick, I didn't go into like the types of systems, but morning routines, your dietary systems, sorry about that, okay. <laughs> your dietary systems, your night routines, all these systems have to be in place and having accountability partners, that's your accountability system. So all these have to be in place to help support where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to look at that each and every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Analyze and always adjust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with consistency, and if we see ourselves not going where we want to go, Back to what you said, having a coach, having a mentor to kind of help see what you don't see. You know, Mm -hmm. have you ever traveled, you know, with our generation, we didn't have GPS, right? You had to stop at a gas station or something. How do you get here? So that's something, sometimes it's like that in our healing journey. You might have to stop and ask a coach, hey, where do I go from here? (laughs) How do Mm -hmm. I get to the, back to this freeway? So those are key things that we need to understand in our journeys. And just being able to ask questions. Right, right. And somebody explaining it so that you understand why. Yeah. So important. Yeah, absolutely. So important. Can you hold your book up one more time for yes, everyone? I'd love to. It's called A Journey mm-hmm. to Healing, Five Stages to Achieving More Freedom in Your Health and Your Life. And it's love available it. on Amazon and also a journeytohealingbook.com. And I'll have the links below the video for everyone if they want to purchase your book and see what it's all about. And then I'll also have the links for your um, free food shopping guide. So if you didn't hear before, it's how today's food is the most influential aspect in people's lives that affects Mm -hmm. tendency for fatigue, digestive problems, weight gain, or serious illness. I hear a lot about fatigue and exhaustion. Mm Mm-hmm. So the foods you must add to your grocery list that will help you achieve your weight loss and health goals and begin your journey by developing healthy food shopping habits and increasing your level of awareness so that you can begin to gain true health and wellness. Yes. Yes. Get healthy first. Yes. So like I said, all of Dr. Leona's links are below the video, her website, her social media, her book links, everything. And any last thoughts? before we sign off? I think we we covered it. Okay, I (laughs) just wanna make sure. Creating those health systems is key. Thank you so much for joining us today and thank you, Dr. Leona Allen. It has been a pleasure. Thank you once again. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast and sharing with a friend. Thanks again and we'll continue the journey next week.